It's been a while since the Missouri Tigers have gotten off to a great start in football. Well, let's make the case for a 4-0 September plus a fabulous value bet on the season for your Tigers coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. Thanks so much for telling a friend. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Just send them to LockedOnMizzou.com. And thanks to LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Now, I think it's safe to say that most people nationally or even most Missouri fans themselves are not going to be predicting a 4-0 start for your Missouri Tigers. But having said that, It could certainly happen, and this is the time of year, yes, mid-August in particular, where I like to let the optimism just wash right on over me. So let's get into it. What is the case for 4-0? Well, first of all, week one is obvious. Missouri currently a 20-point favorite against Louisiana Tech. By the way, a 59-point total. I really don't have any opinions either way on on which way to go on the total or the sides there. But still, 20-point Missouri favorites. I think we can assume a victory there, can't we? So, hey, the Tigers are 1-0. Aren't we all excited? Let's hope that assumption pays off come Thursday night here in a couple weeks. But, obviously, the real question are the two road games, right? Nobody's worried about Abilene Christian Week 3 either. So let's start with Week 2, the Kansas State Wildcats, a team that, well, until about the last 10 years or so, Missouri was quite intimately familiar with. And just in case you haven't been following the Wildcats and the Big 12 so much, since Missouri did leave for the Southeastern Conference, well, so far the second post-Bill Snyder era, that's right, Bill came back once again. Well, now we're post-Bill once again. This era has gone quite a bit better than the first time Bill Snyder left. Sandwiched in between a couple eight and five years, those are the bread. Well, you had a four and six season in 2020, which nine of those 10 games were Big 12 conference games, by the way. But again, last season, eight and four, first season under Chris Kleiman, also eight and four, a couple bowl seasons. Well, last year, quite honestly, if you really watch Kansas State, there were really a couple different squads, one that had Skylar Thompson at quarterback and one that did not have Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Their depth at the signal, signal, signal caller position, easy for me to say, definitely ended up biting them in the butt last year without a doubt because otherwise... That team had just about everything you could want for a team that should have competed for a Big 12 title. Now, again, Skylar Thompson has graduated, so you won't have to worry about two different teams this season, I suppose. But here's the solution at quarterback. Enter what I would call an erratic 
former Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez, who, by the way, is of no relation whatsoever to another former Nebraska quarterback, Taylor T-Magic Martinez. Yes, the star of Better Call Saul a couple weeks ago. No relation to Adrian Martinez. But I just got to say, it really remains to be seen how good Adrian Martinez will be in this offense. Just like, hey, Spencer Rattler, we'll see at South Carolina too. Seems like it could be an upgrade, but anytime a quarterback changes teams on relatively short notice is expected to be the day one starter, well, that can go really well sometimes, like it went for Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma, or maybe not so well, like it went for Missouri and Kelly Bryant. So to me, that's by far and away Kansas State's biggest question Because really, the Wildcats were absolutely a tough out last season and looked really, really good on paper. But some close losses and poor execution in crucial moments really, really cost them against Oklahoma, Baylor, Texas, and Iowa State. Probably the teams that are pretty much the the class of the Big 12 last year, along with Kansas State themselves. And by the way, the Missouri defense, if that run defense in particular is indeed going to be improved and is at least better than it was the first half of last season, we're going to get an immediate test here because coming back for Kansas State is Deuce Vaughn. Remember that name because you're going to be hearing it called a lot in week two in Manhattan. The kid led the Wildcats in not only rushing attempts last year, but also targets in the passing game as well. So he was every bit as important to Kansas State's offense as, say, Tyler Beatty was crucial to the Missouri offense. And since Kansas State has experienced returning at offensive line and at wide receiver, this has the makings of a very good Kansas offense. That is, of course, if Adrian Martinez can steer the ship. On the other side of the ball, Kansas State boasts what is likely the Big 12's best returning pass rush duo, Felix Anodyke, Uzama, and Khalid Duke. If Missouri can handle those two guys, on the other hand, though, the secondary was definitely vulnerable for Kansas State. So, can Javon Foster hold up and pass rush? Can whoever else is playing tackle and the other positions for Missouri, can they keep Brady Cook's pocket somewhat clean? Well, if they can, I think Cook and those that new-look Missouri wide receiver core, of which, of course, Luther Burden is the headliner, I think they can make some make some hay down the field. Unfortunately, while it is a slight advantage that Missouri is playing week one on a Thursday while Kansas State is going to, of course, start two days later on a Saturday, unfortunately, the schedule doesn't set up any better for Missouri than that because, well, Missouri sandwiched between games against San Diego State And Tulane, I believe this game in Manhattan, if it isn't already sold out, it's pretty darn close. So it seems like the locals there are pretty excited for this game. I just don't think the Tigers are going to be sneaking up on anybody in this ball game, despite, again, not being about 500 the last, well, being exactly 500 the last couple seasons, I guess, maybe one game under, if you include the bowl, of course. But is Brady Cook up to the challenge? Because he's going to have to be better than Adrian Martinez by a good bit. So some of this is going to be about Martinez himself and, of course, the Missouri defense. But I think if Missouri is going to win here, this is an impressive-looking Kansas State team on paper. 
I got to think Brady Cook's going to have to come out and really more or less have a, a breakout type performance for Missouri to win. But fortunately, I think Brady's got it in him. I think that's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. But regardless, we're going to find out just how ready that young man is pretty quickly. And coming up, even though the projections actually think Auburn is going to be a better football team than Kansas State, I actually think the Tigers might have a better chance against the other Tigers down in Auburn, Alabama. So I want to tell you about that, but first let me tell you about how to find the right people to hire for your small business. Yes, it's LinkedIn Jobs, where you can create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. And you know what? This copy was written a while ago. I'm going to go ahead and say it's 811 million people. But regardless, here's what you got to do. You create your job post. Once you do, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile so everybody knows that you're ready to hire so your network can help you find the absolute right candidates. It's why Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, one reason the projections like Auburn so much is they tend to recruit at a top 15, 20 level year after year. And, well, that tends to result in pretty positive win totals more often than not. Sure, Auburn is not Alabama. And I think really, in some ways, that's been probably Auburn's biggest downfall is that their biggest rival, who's ostensibly in its own backyard, has had an historic run in college football. Saban, of course, the greatest run in college football history, I would say. I don't think I'm going to get a lot of arguments there. And, and just to, to buoy that point, it really was kind of stunning to me just how much turmoil there was in Auburn this past offseason. Brian Harson apparently held on his job by the by the skin of his teeth and yet it seems like Auburn was pretty good last year like Kansas State hey if maybe if the quarterback doesn't get injured maybe they're okay because if you if you remember perhaps you don't allow me to remind you Auburn began last season six and two by the way in solid fashion with wins at home against Ole Miss and a couple road victories at LSU and Arkansas but once Bo Nix went down, their starting quarterback, well, they just were were the just weren't the same team at all. In fact, Auburn lost five straight to finish six and seven, including including a blown twenty eight to ten lead against Mississippi State, and also a game in the bowl game in which they only scored thirteen points against Houston. So yeah, that kind of finish, you lose your last five games, that's gonna be having a lot of Auburn fans very patient, but in my mind, probably too impatient because you probably do remember that Auburn was very, very close to taking down the Crimson Tide in the Auburn, or excuse me, in the Iron Bowl last season. 
Well, that wasn't the only the, that wasn't the only problem. Sure, again, they lost. They started six and two, but four of those losses at the end of the regular season, Auburn actually had a lead in the fourth quarter of those football games. Unfortunately for those Tigers, it was they were outscored by thirty five points in the fourth quarter of those four eventual losses. So the defense really let them down in the second half of those games, and Auburn returns its mostly middling secondary that was probably the main culprit of a lot of those losses there, those especially those collapses against Mississippi State, among others. But you also have Roger McCreary taking 35th overall in the NFL draft. He was their best secondary player last year, so it's questionable to me if that secondary is going to be any good. Also, by the way, Bo Nix, who missed the last few games with an injury, has transferred to Oregon, so he's gone. So you have a lot of questions at quarterback. T.J. Finley, one of the candidates, has already had legal trouble this offseason, some fairly some fairly serious-sounding trouble at that. Also, Zach Calzada, transfer from Texas A&M, to my eyes at least last season, especially when I was scouting the Aggies before the Missouri game, Calzada to me, just not overly impressive. He just didn't show a lot to me. But, again, Auburn was, by some measures, a top-five rushing offense last season. And their top running back, Tank Bigsby, returns to head that attack. Once again, just like Week 2 is going to be a huge test for that Missouri rushing attack, well, Week 4 is going to be as well. And if that defense is truly improved it had probably better show it at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Now, hopefully, Missouri can take advantage of some of the real on-field turmoil, some of the coaching side turmoil, and at the quarterback position to get a huge, huge second road victory in September. But i got to be honest with you. The truth is, I'm a betting man, and I wouldn't bet on Missouri to start 4-0. Now, again, I just made the case for it. It's mostly going to be about Missouri being better at the quarterback position, quite honestly, and having a more explosive passing game than it has in the recent past. But even though I wouldn't bet on a 4-0 start, I would make another bet in Missouri's favor for this season. But before I tell you about how to make that rather smart bet, how to find that good value. Well, I want to tell you about the greatest protein bar of all time. And this thing is a great value as well. A different value from a a good wager, but this is a good value because not only are you buying something that is tasty and covered in 100% real chocolate, where you're buying a protein bar that is packed with a whopping 15 grams of protein in each and every bar, but they're also only 160 calories. Talk about the best of both worlds. So go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. And in fact, let me say that again because I think I messed up the promo the first time there. This is a good point. There's a new promo code here. It's been locked 15 forever. Not anymore. Locked on 15. Once again, that is locked on 15 for 15% off your next order at built.com. If you read between the lines, it sure seems like Eli Drinkwitz 
has a lot of confidence in this football team. So perhaps this team is better than what national expectations are. And if and you know what? If you believe that to be true, then you have an edge on the nation. So go ahead and check out the Missouri team wins total for 2022 over at betonline.net. And you find the over under is five and a half wins. So to me, what I immediately think, without even being a sort of the biased Missouri fan that I am, is that if you look at the win probabilities, the projected win probabilities for Missouri this season, well, there's about a 75% chance, according to football outsiders, that Missouri is going to either go 7-5, and 6-6, six and six, or 5-7. and seven. And each one of those records has about an equal percent chance of happening here. So what does that mean? Well, that means to me, if you're going to bet the over, well, you should actually be having to give up some juice there. Like say, hey, bet $14 to win 10, something like that, for that to make any sense whatsoever. Again, this is just looking at the simple numbers here in the projections. But in fact, over at betonline.net, they're kind of begging you to take Missouri because it's plus 115 on Missouri. So what that means is if you bet $10, well, you'll actually win $11.50. So they're actually paying you some juice to take the bet. Now, normally, that's a red flag. But in this particular case, I'm just not sure that the good folks over at betonline.net are paying that close of attention to the Tigers. In fact, this is a team that's flying under the radar and a team that did get a decent amount of hype in 2021, but it seems like, ah, now people, we're off that train since we got disappointed. It's sort of like a fantasy player that you liked the previous year. Well, he gets injured or busts, whatever it might be. You're probably not going to take him the next season. I get that. That's human nature. But I think this is actually an opportunity for you to take the Tigers. That's the psychological part of it. But just doing simple arithmetic and simple math, this just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. If the likelihood is that Missouri's going to go somewhere between five and seven wins, well, then you have to take the over five and a half, especially when they're giving you juice to do so. And also when you look at the other possibilities of, say, eight and four versus four and eight, well, those are about as likely. And same thing, with nine and three versus three and nine. Both of those, according to football outsiders, have a three percent chance of happening. So if that's the case, again, we're looking about right in the middle there at six wins. So if you're gonna give me five and a half and you're gonna pay me to take it, I'm sorry, just as a better, that's that's good value to me, and I'm gonna take it all day and all night, regardless of if it's Missouri or not. But hey, it'll give me yet another reason to root for the Tigers, so I call that a win-win. And you know what else is a win-win? Listening to this podcast, but also making your second listen, Chris Gordy's Locked On SEC. Just an incredible cavalcade of guests that that guy gets. I'm quite jealous. Somebody steal his little black book for me. What the heck? But in all seriousness, check out Locked On SEC on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time... I'm John Miller, and thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mizzou.